So, what are we talking about today? Crystals. Hey. Should we start, like, are we doing this in chronological order or, like, oh. order of importance? What? Are we talking... Are you doing history? Because I have so stuff start on history? the history. Yes, so. let's start with the history. Start with the history. All right. So they were first used by ancient Sumerians in magic formulas. Doesn't that sound weird? Um, yeah, that's some alchemist stuff. Yes, that's what I feel like too. So the ones right? that they that we know they used is lapis lazuli, turquoise, carnelian, emerald, and clear quartz. I don't know how we figured that out. Maybe like, uh, what did the Sumerians The cuneiform. Cuneiform. <laughs> Tablets. Yeah. Oh. That probably is exactly how. <clears throat> probably. And maybe they found some like in that area. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they were used for protection and health as well. And it was a lot to do with keeping away evil spirits and night terrors and things that are evil. Mm-hmm. I also feel like since even now, like quartz crystals and computer chips and things, if the Sumerians, because the Sumerians had so much knowledge beyond what mm-hmm. is possible for the very first modern civilization to have access to, like how they they had like plumbing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like ridiculous things that they might not have had computers, but they probably knew that it was a really good conductor of electricity or... Mm-hmm. Um, Used it in their technology that way. I don't know if this you're going to get into this, but I know... Thinking about, like, the ancient Egyptians, too. Like, in the pharaoh's um, headpieces, they all had crystals right at their third eye. Um, and you'll see it in multiple cultures, too, where cr- crystals are always at that third eye. So, okay, and then it would... I Yeah, we should... Actually, I'm going to look into that more of for our religion... Well, podcast actually, but that's the next thing I, I want to know. That it's form. mentioned in many religions. It's mentioned in the Bible and the Quran and so many others, but they're not mentioned as crystals. It's like precious stones. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a difference between um, magic stones and precious stones too. I think there are both stones, but I think diamonds would be considered like a precious versus amethyst being a magic. I'm not. Mm. A scientist on that, though. <laughs> I don't know. I also think in religion, there's probably a negative connotation with, with magic. So mm-hmm. it could be the same thing. They just didn't want to use the magic word. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's weird that they... I mean, I guess it makes sense they call it magic. But some research I was doing as well, they they do refer to as refer to it as the magic... But they also just referred to it as medicine, like digesting the crystals, like grinding them down and using them in different um, medicinal ways. That reminds me of what we you talked about the other week about how they like they would stick them up their asses for was it what was it that <laughs> like was the sex magic or something? Yeah, for like yeah. sex magic. But they like get, in our chakra episode, animals. Yeah. Of crystals. Yeah. Of crystals, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, they were ever, I mean, they're, crystals are littered, littered throughout history. Liter- like, literally, you know, mm-hmm. like, you can find it ev- everywhere. Every part of the world, they're used in some way. So, if everyone's doing it, I mean, as you all know, then it must be okay, right? <laughs> but, just kidding. No, but seriously, though, how would 
in that time when they didn't have technology like we do, where now we can, we're connected everywhere. How was that happening on the end of the world, basically? Same thing. So, and there's a lot of scientific research behind. Is there? <laughs> well, so there are very few conventional studies on crystal therapy in general. But so I was curious and I Googled it and I Googled like crystal research mm-hmm. studies and there was not one actual research study that I could find. And I went to page like five of Google and that's unheard of. I went really Interesting. far. And, and then I stopped. I gave up. But basically the studies that have been done say that crystals do not have a healing or restorative powers, but the belief can be a powerful thing. Like the belief in, like, like Aisha was saying earlier, um, off the record, that placebo effect that mm-hmm. it is healing or restoring you. I think that it's so important to understand that the placebo effect is your, the power of the human mind over the body. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself, knowing that your belief system is powerful means something. But I do wonder if because of the history of our relationship with crystals, if that influence on the mind enhances the ability for the placebo effect to work. Because there are definitely some things where the placebo effect doesn't even work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there are certain aspects of um, life where like, I mean, there aren't many because the mind is super powerful. But I think that the buildup in our like genetic history, in our ancestral history, plays a part in what we relate to mm-hmm. in a healing way. Oh, I was going to say, um, I I didn't pull this up, but it's in regards to the biomat. Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, where that was just recently FDA approved, I believe. You So mm-hmm. Aisha works at... Do you do they have biomats there? No, they don't. But but can, Nicole, you're going to be able to explain it a lot better. Yeah. So take it away. Basically, the biomat <laughs> uses amethyst crystals as the conductor. Yes. Of, so that's that's the function in that regard. Like it is a conductor of electrical energy or heat or whatever electromagnetic mm-hmm. fields. Um, the radiant heat, I think, yeah, is so it, sent it through like a heating pad. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's amethyst and it's infrared. Yep. That's what it, that's yeah. what I meant. Yep. Yep. Ex- so it does, it heats up the body on a cellular level rather than just like a normal heating pad, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't penetrate as deep. Yeah. Hmm. And I have experience with it in terms of, I was on my way to work and I stopped in to like get a blowout, like get my hair done or something. I was doing something for a blog. I forget. And I was like, oh, I, I'm not feeling well today. I had like a headache, whatever. And she's like, oh, go lay on the biomat for a little bit, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. I go lay down. And I'm just like 20 minutes, just chilling. I get up, I go back, and I honestly, I felt a lot better. It took some time, like, as I was got up and went and sat down and threw out, like, my hair, when she was doing my hair and stuff like that, it definitely built up to it. It wasn't, like, instant, like, ooh, Wow, a hundred percent. Like, no, it wasn't like that. It's gradual, but I felt a lot better. A lot better. It was, it was definitely a different experience. Now, definitely could be in my head, the placebo effect where, I mean, 
you're just convincing your mind, which is the most powerful computer in the universe, basically, to... Heal your body. Heal your body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it works. Wait, it works. The, does a biomet have crystals in it? Yes, yeah, yeah. Amethyst. amethyst crystals. Okay. And it sends infrared <laughs> heat through it. And the amethyst crystals are known for healing properties. Um, amethyst is purple, if you don't know what it is. It, I, it's probably my favorite stone, I think. I, I have two right in front of me, too. I, it's important um, to talk about the color of the crystals, I think. Because oh, yeah. if if you listen to our chakra episode, each of the chakras vibrates at a specific frequency. So each of our energy centers, which are associated with uh, an organ, an emotion, vibrate in alignment with a color and a sound. And... The formation of crystals themselves, the reason why I think in history they've been regarded as living things is because they're not just, they don't just come together, like, they aren't just like pieces of dirt that are coming together, they actually grow. And at their core, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the platonic solids, but the basis of life grows around in certain shapes on like an atomic level Mm -hmm. and the colors are produced by these different shapes so the vibration of each living thing is in alignment with a different frequency so like a red crystal is going to have benefits to the root chakra Mm -hmm. and so the healing properties are because that crystal is a living thing that's vibrating at a specific frequency and then it interacts with your energy field and they sync up so that your energy field starts to vibrate where it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And unblocks it. Yeah. yeah, that was something I didn't know at first. And I would always ask Aisha, like, what's this crystal for? And she would know it right away. And I'm like, how do you know this? And then I realized it just matches up with the color of the chakra. <laughs> if you know the color of the chakra, then you know what that crystal's mm-hmm. for. Yeah. And the crystals can be used for other other ones, too, not based off of just color. But, but colors definitely... The main, the main frequency too, but there, there's other properties I believe they have that can be applied in a couple different places. Like amethyst is in like every category in this little guide that we have here. Mm-hmm. Who, who's that guide by? We should call it out because it's phenomenal. Stefan Major, Major, Major. Yeah, it's. I found this in a, a little store at uh in the mall, and it was. It's a phenomenal guide. So it's a shocker guide, mm-hmm. since the people can't see it, <laughs> that also has information about which crystals kind of match up with each chakra. And the thing is, it's all about your intention, too. So sometimes you just will feel where you need that. If, I don't know, if you feel energy, um, you can just feel or where just the spot is drawn to for the crystal. I also think that the reason that amethyst is in every category is because if you think about the crown, purple, the crown chakra energy, it is the, on the, like the hierarchy of of needs, you level up in Mm -hmm. vibration. So a high frequency like that is going to be beneficial for even all the lower ones in general. And, mm. But you're right. It is all about intention at the end of the day. And that's because they are conductors of energy. So your intention is in and of itself. Like your thought is at a different frequency that you're programming that crystal to be. And at first, I would just typically just use my crystals during meditation just to kind of reset, I guess. 
But I also will bring some crystals to work or just have them in my car. If I'm feeling, if I have this weird feeling, I'm feeling any unsafe or anything in my car, I'll always bring a grounding crystal and it'll just make me feel a lot better and safer. Or there's crystals for productivity. There's crystals for better sleep. There's so many different healing properties i don't know there's so yeah there's so many different healing properties that they can be used for quick note on for sleep (laughs) the first (laughs) my first experiences with crystals somebody told me to like sleep with crystals under your bed so of course i went and like got a ton of crystals (laughs) and just put them under my mattress and i could not sleep for the life of me and i was like wide awake what is happening i'm this is supposed to help me sleep but sometimes they can be a little bit too charged up and if you don't program them for the intention they are just going to be acting on their own and just charging you up and you'll be wide awake true (laughs) So you said, like, too charged up. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing to touch on. I never knew until recently that you have to charge your crystals or Mm -hmm. sometimes they're too overcharged. So you can charge crystals by having a lit candle, putting it by a lit candle, putting it in sunlight, rain, bath, moonlight, Mm -hmm. incense. There's so many different options to charge your crystals and... I don't know. Is there something you can do to if it's too charged? Same things, I'm guessing. Cleanse it. Just balances Cleanse. it out. Salt water. Putting it in salt water. Salt water. Saging you it. You can just do water. Yeah. Too. Water oh, sage. Totally that's good. Yeah. Or sage. Yeah. Putting it on like another quartz crystal. Yeah. Even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I this one here. I have a flat amethyst, and I always set ones on top of here and put these outside. So it kind of does a multi charge. It's an did I say is a flat amethyst? Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. Actually. <laughs> I kind of want to get into one of my favorite stones. So, I don't know if I was really a believer at one point in stones. Um, I like the idea of how they have these healing properties. And when I first started to get into them, I was intrigued. So, I dove deeper into them. And Aisha over here introduced me to Moldavite, which I'd say is one of the most or more unique stones. It's said to be about 14 billion years old, which is, or 14.9 billion years ago. A meteor hit the earth in current day Moldova, and it's something, it wasn't a meteor from the moon, but it was, was it just something from outer space that hit there? I feel like it was out of our solar system. it, It was from like far away. Um, and it hit and it left this burning, like this residue on the earth. So the- It interacted with a volcano too. Yeah. Which is, I feel like it's important to note. That's <laughs> true. Just is a whole different energy. I think it's actually even, it's not even considered a stone technically. I think it's considered more of glass since the way it was made. Mm-hmm. But the reaction between the earth and that meteor and the volcano, I'd say- left this um this stuff we call moldavite and it's a green stone i have a huge piece of it in my hand right now and it is honestly the the first time aisha placed this stone in my hand it was the first time i really like i really felt something from a stone i was like whoa like did that thing just move in my hand and i tried meditating with it and it was actually life-changing and it it kind of like opened my eyes up to really 
looking into stones more and checking out other ones, like, and then I realized how beneficial mm-hmm. even just quartz is, amethyst, all the, like, known ones, but not to belittle them, they're really important. Yeah, I want to call myself a Moldavite junkie, honestly. <laughs> uh, I want to buy it forever. There's only, like, a limited <laughs> supply of it, too, because it's, it's from expensive. a meteor. So... I shouldn't be putting this out there, but technically it's going to go up in the market over time. So it's kind of a good investment regardless. Either way, mm-hmm. I wouldn't sell it because it's, <laughs> it's priceless to me. So yeah, check out Moldavite. If you have trouble with meditation or getting out of your body, this stone will help you jump right out of your body um, and go right to space. So... If you need to disconnect from reality a little more, I highly suggest Moldavite. Be prepared. Yes. That's also a good example of one that the color doesn't match the the chakra I would probably use it on because it's a green, like, translucent stone, which you would think green heart, but it's actually probably you're going to get the most out of it on your third eye. Yes. Because it's the color of alien skin. That's what I think of. But it's it's, it is a really intense crystal, and I feel like huh. the, the yes. first time that I ever you like bought it, I wasn't able to wear it because the healing that comes with it. Sometimes you're not ready for it. Sometimes it can be too intense. And everybody that I've placed it on during meditation or Reiki or whatever that didn't know anything about it, they number one astral projected, and number two went to space. Like they saw stars every single time. They shot straight up and out. Which I think is so interesting when they didn't have any clue that it was from outer space. Yeah, it's definitely one of the most, like, intriguing stones for me. Um, I feel like most people have, you know, most crystals are, like, small-ish. They're, you know, they can fit in your hand, like, I don't know, they're tiny, they're in your palm. You don't need to get a lot of Moldavite, too, to really, like, get far, either. <laughs> Just the heads up, um... <laughs> It really will, it can make you feel drained. Um, don't, I suggest not driving with it even. It <laughs> sounds so crazy, but I've actually been in the middle of driving and I'm like kind of zoning out or something. And I'm like, I think about it. And I'm like, oh, I must be tired. I didn't drink caffeine, whatever. And then I go through another light and I'm like, wait, I have a huge piece of Moldavite on me. Like, <laughs> let me put this away for me. And I usually kind of come back and I'm like, okay. <laughs> that makes sense, but I'm more used to it at this point, too, so it doesn't drain me nearly as much. I'm definitely, if I ever, make sure I do not ever say yes to a wedding or engagement proposal if it's not a Moldavite engagement ring. Like, don't <sighs> let me settle for less. Yes. <laughs> I feel that. What? What if they're all out? <laughs> now I'm glad I have a piece. Work harder. <laughs> you gotta work harder, harder for it. Yeah. I don't know You don't deserve is. me if you're not willing to work I don't know where mine is. <laughs> That's the scary part. You don't know what? I don't know where mine is. It always finds you again. I lost this one yes. for like seven or eight months. Oh my gosh, I lost my Moldavite for so long. And I was, honestly, I get, I was like, okay, whoever has it, I guess they're meant to have it. But I found it in a spot that I look at every single day. And I'm like... <laughs> What is going on? I don't know if it just disappeared or yeah. like interdimensionally traveled. It, it gets yes. abducted and then. <laughs> but back. it was there then, and I was like, oh, "Okay, I guess it's cool. I guess I need it." So that's another thing. Like I've gotten crystals stolen from my bag when I'm traveling, and I'm like, 
of all things, you're stealing my crystals. You must need them. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. If you're so. stealing crystals out of my bag, you need them. Yep. So, um, whatever. I, it's easy to part with them. But I do have a question. I don't know if anybody knows this. If a crystal breaks, is it still useful? Because I heard something on some girl's Instagram story that said, like, when a crystal breaks, she, like, plants it in the ground or something. And I'm like, I still want to use mine. Like, does it just not work now and I need to plant it or what? It still works. And this leads into the story I wanted to bring up. Um, cause I have green calcite at work. Green calcite's not the main wealth or abundance stone, but it has these properties of it. So I don't know. It was just random one that I brought and it, it's money, the color of money. So it's green. So I brought it and every time I'd be on the phone, I'd hold it and I would, I was fucking killing it, like killing it at work. And then. All of a sudden, my friend, who my cube mate, she's like, "I have a big call coming up. Can I hold your crystal?" I was like, "Sure." Gave her my my green calcite, and it like went great. They signed, closed it. All right. As she was holding it, I guess, I think after a couple other times she held it, a little piece broke off. So I was like, "Oh, well, you're meant to have that piece now. Now you can continue, and I'm gonna keep the original, whatever." And then we fucking both killed it. Like we both finished at the time she made bod that year i'm pretty sure i i was right behind her like we just killed it then i move upstairs at work and bring this the stone comes with Uh, i got a new desk and everything and i had some partners asking about it and then my one partner asked if he could borrow it during a call well what do you know one call closed closed a deal on like right away a piece broke off so i'm like there you go that's your piece now. You, that's continued. And he, he like came back and was telling me like, dude, that shit works. And he came over. He was like, can I borrow your rock? He's <laughs> like, sure. That's you can awesome. borrow the They rock. just happen to break in these people's hands after they close deals. I feel like they're like, they're like breaking in. They're like, I need a piece of myself. <laughs> I told them I'd buy them some. And it just, it's not that easy to break either because I, I did try to see if it, if it was like that. They're, they would have to chisel that fucking shit. So, isn't that crazy? So I'm telling you, I think it's okay. I okay. haven't, I haven't uh, experienced anything differently though. So let us know if anyone else has insight on any of this. Quite frankly, I had one experience where my friend Haley uh, had a pine cone. You know those third eye pine cones, those necklaces. It was a moldavite one, and it was a nice like little piece in there. And she let me borrow it for, like, a month or so. And I loved it. She knows I love Moldavite, so it was really nice of her. And I, sh- I had returned it to her just a random day. I was like, I think it's time for you to have it back, whatever. And, like, not even a day went by. And she was just wearing it. And she, like, sent me a picture of it on Snapchat. And it looked like... I've never seen a third eye pinecone break like this. But it looked like it had gotten, like struck with lightning literally and it like the whatever they paint over it the clear coat was like these crazy zigzag looking things like i don't know it was really weird it was like the stone like i don't i didn't want to come back to me but i feel like i like i don't know i have such a weird drawing to mold. wait what like, actually happened 
she doesn't even know how it happened. Like, sh she looked down and saw it like that. And I'm like, oh, maybe she bumped into something and didn't realize it hit something. But it was weird. Like, the Moldavite literally just came out of the pine cone completely. So busted out. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, wanted to live its own life. I don't know. <laughs> that seriously is what it feels like sometimes. Like, they have their own personality. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Ever When I got my first Moldavite, it definitely was crazy experience and i remember when i bought it the lady said before she handed it to me she goes now don't don't have this too much you know don't keep it on you too much because this it's gonna be a lot like basically buckle up you know you're in for a bumpy road ahead and it will change your life and within like the next two weekends some crazy ass shit went down family stuff and like uh some friend shit just some wild shit beyond your craziest imaginations chain life-changing stuff kind of thing so i believe <laughs> i mean i'm telling you i also really liked when we went to the one crystal shop and they had like a laser light thing mm. that the guy shined the laser light through different crystals and you could see which ones had very high vibrational energy based on like the way it weirdly reflected yeah mm -hmm. like you could see the the vibration of the the atoms in these crystals mm -hmm. lighting up and it was like like it almost hurts your eyes to look at mm -hmm. and wow. it doesn't do that to just anything mm -hmm. wasn't the moldavite one crazy yeah yeah uh -huh. moldavite was crazy rose quartz was crazy rose quartz mm -hmm. is a really good crystal for the heart love rose yeah and it, it just feels very good to have around self-love so don't write them off completely if you are not a true believer um at least try it that's my advice what could hurt well if you know the placebo effect works why not just believe in things that have the, beneficial. Yeah, the potential yeah, to you. That's so true. It's mind, like, you're not going to lose if you just choose to believe in something. Yeah, and it's just like people have lucky socks and like <laughs> lucky yep. like things that they carry with them. It's just like that. Like when you feel like you have something missing that day, mm -hmm. you just carry it around and say, well, this will help me and boom. And if you know that enough other people are believing in it, then you can like kind of think that, well, collectively – the conscious mind is behind mm -hmm. me, even if I don't necessarily wholeheartedly believe in it. But exactly. I also would recommend maybe a little bit of a challenge to go somewhere that sells crystals mm -hmm. and really like take your hand and try to feel the energy coming off of mm -hmm. them. Because I guarantee like even the most non-believer people, you do feel a little bit of a tingle mm -hmm. <laughs> over certain crystals yep. or a temperature change or something. And that means that that crystal's meant for you too. Mm -hmm. When you're when you're putting your hand over a, a box of different crystals and you feel that heat that like you mentioned, that's that crystal talking to you. That's the one you should pick. Anyone that you're drawn to, that's the one you should pick. And I was gonna say too, go up and pick up or go on Amazon, because that's probably where most people are buying things nowadays. Uh, the Crystal Bible by Judy Hall. That will give you, it's featuring over 200 crystals, <laughs> but it also gives you the preface of how to cleanse what we talked about, um, how to charge them, how to cleanse them, um, and the different crystal properties that we refer to a lot. And also, you know, different ways how crystals are used through protection, etc. Um, definitely a great read. It, it's a reference book. It's not even a, it's not a read. So don't think it's, I'm assigning you homework with a book <laughs> to read. It's 
a reference book to look up, you know, in the index, like different, different, really anything. Oh, shit. I, yo, I just legit opened up to Moldavite, though. Woohoo. <laughs> I have a bookmark in it, but I have a lot of bookmarks in here, too. So for me to open up to this one is weird. So, yeah. And even if you can't feel energy, what are you drawn to visually? Like, there's mm-hmm. some that you just think are prettier than others. Do it. Just try it. I don't know. Buy it. And they're very cheap, um, except for Moldavite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moldavite's a different <laughs> Most of them you can get for, like, 50 cents a dollar, like, for yeah. little chunks of. Or gift one this holiday season to someone. That's mm. so true. That would be a great, great, and a great one for your house. Um, Selenite? Mm-hmm. That's Sel- good for keeping bad shit out, really. Mm-hmm. And even um, rose quartz, because that's going to bring love into your home. So it's a good housewarming gift. Great too. housewarming. Even am- and amethyst. I, I would throw any of those in. I'll but there's it. actual... Look, everyone look this up, too. And I should post something about this on Instagram. But uh, the, the grids, the house grids of where you should locate, like, put different crystals in your house because there's like the wealth corner there's the love corner there's the family corner it's very interesting it's based on sacred geometry right yes okay yep very much so all right so we'll post something that goes along with that otherwise thanks for listening you can follow us on instagram at vibe up the podcast and let us know hey. any experiences with crystals. If we missed anything, you want us to dig deeper in a certain category. We could honestly do a whole episode on Moldavite. <laughs> no, we really could. <laughs> really, any crystal. Crystal of the week. Thanks for listening. Rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening to us on. And we will see you next week. Peace out. Peace out.